what is this episode? What we went through? Five. One, two, okay. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening or watching. This is Sasson Talk with Janelle and Amanda. Amanda and Janelle in the building. Yeah, majority voted Amanda and Janelle. I was like, See, I told you. <laughs> It just rolls better, Amanda. See, not, but I got used to Janelle, Janelle and Amanda, Amanda because that's how the logo is. But Amanda and Janelle just sounds 10 times better. But uh, we think those that have watched the past four episodes of Sasson Talk, we've heard a lot of great reviews. A lot of people that either have known me for years, didn't know certain things. And they were like, what? Huh? What do you, what do you mean? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I guess. I mean, one of your friends has a crush on me. Yeah. But it's it's a given because you're a hottie. You're a hot tamati. So oh, come on. thank you. I guess so. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> listen, we've had, listen, you've had super encounters. Because like I told you last episode, it can't be me no more. So, because <laughs> my whole, my whole nigga's crazy. So, it can't be me no more. But I, I'm willing to share the amount of love that the universe has with you i wouldn't share with anyone else actually i would share with Brittany. that's probably the only other person i would share it with but maybe we'll get on an episode in the new year since we're gonna ride out this will be one of two new episodes um but it'll be the last probably two of 2020 um and then we'll restart to rejuvenize ourselves for 2021 with some new topics some guests we're going to spice it up a bit in 2021. So I'm excited about that. But we want it once again for the first few episodes, at least first 10, um, to just be me and Amanda, where we just talk our shit and get comfortable. That's what I think a lot of people, I think that's probably the one, the, the biggest um, like feedbacks that I've gotten is just like, after like the first two or three episodes, now you guys sound comfortable. Now you guys mm-hmm. are, you know. Now you're vibing better. Your vibes are, are yeah. different. And I'm just like, okay, like... I'm just going to keep talking and <laughs> Amanda's going to keep talking and, and it'll be what it is. Um, but before we get started, did you watch Selena? I have not. Oh my God. I asked the boys when we recorded. <laughs> excited as fuck. Like, so have you guys watched Selena? No, no. I was like, what? <sighs> but it's because me and Mikey binge watched it the day the, the Saturday it came out. So how did you like it though? So as everyone, you know, when you think of Selena, you think of J-Lo. You think of, mm-hmm. you know, the movie. You think of... So, what I like about... Without spoiling it. What I like about um, Selena, the series, is it's definitely, to me, not about Selena. It's about A.B. It's about Suzette. It's about um, Abraham. It's about the band. The quinta, it, what is it? Quintanilla? Yeah, family? the Quintana family. So it's about them and their struggle. Like, yes, it's about Selena and, mm-hmm. and you know, her being the focal point and the, the lead singer and things like that. But you hear about the other band members getting a solo album opportunity or, or doing this or doing that. You see, um, AB having his first kid. Like, those set of things, like, you didn't see in the movie. Mm-hmm. The movie solely focused on Selena. So I think the series and also her sister, Suzette, um, is executive producer of the series, of, okay. of, the, of the Netflix series. So that also, I think, played a part in um, them having someone from the family to be able to give their personal touches on different things. And she was, I, I was listening to an interview. She had said, um, 
basically there was like one or two scenes that they did where she just bawled crying like she just cried and she just was like it reminded me so much of my sister mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> and you can honestly see the relation I think it shows a, a, a better side of the relationship between Suzette and Selena I think in the movie they were cool especially like when you know when they did um what's his face his hair when he cut cut his hair up so to make him look clean oh, yeah like they have that bond and things like that but you can see like in the series i hate trying to give it away but the series focused like in the beginning focused on Suzette not wanting to even play the drums mm-hmm. and then coming full circle where they did like a show and the little girl snuck out to go to the show you would think she was sneaking out to see selena she was mm-hmm. sneaking out to see Suzette. Because she was like, I've never seen a female play the drums. Right. So and that was kind of uh, Suzette's uh, from the movie. From what I remember from the movie, that's what she was like. Boys play the drums, not girls. Yeah. So so that was a part of the series where she mm-hmm. was just like, I'm a girl. I'm not supposed to play the drums. And then Selena goes, but Sheila E plays the drums. And she was like, well, I go get so- Sheila E then. <laughs> <laughs> so she, but it's it's honestly, it, it people that have not seen it, I recommend taking it looking at it and not thinking of the movie mm-hmm. i think that sometimes is what ruins yeah. it is when you look at the when movie. you look at the movie and then they keep comparing because i've seen a lot of people say the actress selena picture and then you got the j-lo and then you got the new girl and there's nothing like selena but and guess what like, the, but guess what the, what they fucked up is they put the picture of selena in the purple outfit they yes. put the picture of j-lo in the purple outfit and we, then they got the, the series hasn't even you haven't even gotten to fucking the alamo you you're not even because they're doing i guess it has to the way to it ended it has to be a, a second season because mm-hmm. shit you you just got you didn't even we didn't even touch Yolanda yet like we only got a piece of it so it's not even done so right. it's just like uh, you know slow your horses you know mm-hmm. enjoy it but I do recommend watching it um, yeah cause I have to, I'm just trying to find the, the moment because this is the thing once all the Christmas movies started coming on oh my god you and Brittany and these, these <laughs> damn Christmas movies <laughs> Shit. See, she does the Hallmark movies. I do the Home Alone. My favorite Christmas movie is The Polo Express. I can see it like 50 times. I do not get tired of it. Oh, my God. I watched the uh, A Christmas Carol yesterday. I saw it yesterday, and I saw it the day before yesterday. And I was just like, because it's Freeform and AMC. Those are the two channels that are doing all the... Yeah, all the Christmas. Yes. So, since November. So, the moment it started... That's I haven't even you, watched like yeah, Ross, I have went. Those are these are those are listening. So I went to because um, my best friend Brittany we talk about all the time, but Brittany and Amanda are roommates, and I had went over to the house um, last week, um, and literally these these hoes is watching Christmas movies. I said, what? <laughs> I said, what is going on? And what was crazy was when um, me and Mikey had went to DC that morning, Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. It was it was flurries. I said, I said, Mikey, it's snowing. <laughs> He was like, it is snowing. I said, yeah, but it was just like flurries. Mm-hmm. Then we come back the next day. And it's snowing Full here. blown snow. Let me tell you. I, I said, what? Yo, and where I work at, I work in the back. So I don't see, I don't have a window or anything. So I didn't know until he texted me. He said, yo, it's snowing. I was like, <laughs> no, it's not. So I went out to the store floor and I said, yo, it's snowing. Yeah. Like, what because is Because the thing is like every morning I always check the weather on my phone. So that I know how to prepare myself and stuff like that. Right. So those that know me, I'm like, I get cold for any little thing. Like, I'm freezing right now. <laughs> and so. <laughs> I, I love the cold. Mikey. No, I, I don't. I, I hate the cold. the cold. 
you know, Jay's always dragging, and he was like, yo, it'd be like 70 degrees and you cold. I'm like, fuck you. Is that true? It could be. But, though. I mean, it could be, because I, um, so I'm anemic, so I'm always... Oh, so you're like, always, it's yes. a different type of cold. So, um... Yeah, so, uh, like, I put the little girl that I take care of to sleep uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. and I look out the window, and because I'm talking to my boss, and I was just like, oh, shit, and he was like, what happened? I was like, it's it's snowing. He was like, well, yeah. Yo, I came out <laughs> on the floor. I said, oh, shit, it's snowing. That was my exact, because we literally got back into New York, and it literally, the entire, because Holly, it, listen, anyone listen, Holly recommend Amtrak. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best tricks, yo. Me and me, like he lost our shit. Like when we got on the train, we was like, "Yo, this shit is lit." We slept the whole ride. It was comfortable as fuck. Like it just was wild. And then coming back, it was sunny. Literally the entire train ride. Like I, we went to sleep, of course. But when I woke up and we were in Jersey, I said, like, "Oh, it's it's rich sunny." Okay, cool. We get back to New York. It's a little cloudy, but it's still sunny. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm not at work for an hour and it's full blown snow. I said, what is. Because the thing is, like, when I checked, it said it was going to rain between 12 and 1 o'clock. So I said, okay, no problem. I mean, by the time I get out of work, the rain should be gone. So when I see that, like, it's like this. Loki looks snow. like a Loki look like blizzard. I was confused yeah, as fuck. I was, just I was like, like, whoa. And mind you, like, I've been wearing boots the whole week except for yesterday. <laughs> and so I have Thank my God sneakers I didn't on stay. and I. And I looked and I was like, and so like when I saw it and I said it to my, and my boss is just like mellowed out like, oh yeah, he's not worried about it because he's staying home the rest of the day. His wife was trying to like compromise with him like, hey, do you want to pick up the kids instead? He's like, nope, it's your turn. Damn. (laughs) Damn. So I was just like, and I'm over here like, I gotta fucking go home. Usually I walk home because I like to get um, Mm -hmm. the cardio in. And it's like my source of exercise now. But yesterday I was just like, nope. I'm taking the bus home. Yeah, no. All right. So that's just a little recap of what's been going on in our lives. Yeah. Um, so we're going to jump into this episode's topic. And we kind of went back and forth about it because, you know, I mean, we definitely want to get everybody that listens and supports the podcast more involved. So once again, if you're listening and you know us and you have a way that you can always um, DM at Sasson Talk on Instagram, any topics or ideas you guys have for discussions, please um, feel free to suggest that to us. We take suggestions at any time, um, because we definitely, once again, want everybody to be involved. And I think, once again, I think another part of the feedback that we've gotten is just, like, how our, how our viewpoints are in certain things as, yeah. you know, as 21st century women. Like, how do we think of these things? And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, so it's kind of good to, you know, it's a good feeling when people appreciate your opinion and what you, you know, what, how you how you see things. So, once again, you can follow us on Sess, at Sess on Talk on Instagram and make sure you can tell a friend to tell a friend. But also you can DM us and let us know any suggestions on topics or discussions um, or questions that you may want us to answer on the podcast. But this week, uh, we're going to jump into double standards. Um, <laughs> where do we begin? Uh, double standards is such a, like, I guess a blanket thing, but I'm going to shoot it in the air. Like when you hear double standards, Amanda, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, well, because we were just talking about in pre production, we were talking about it (laughs) in pre production. Um, so like 
Because the example that you gave is mainly my main focus because it pisses me off. So the example I gave her, because for me, when I think of double standards, um, I automatically kind of go into, and it goes back into our last episode when we talk about gender roles and um, guys and girls and things like that, Venus and Mars, all that type of shit. But (laughs) when I think of double standard, it what comes to my mind is, is when as a female, you can sleep with mad niggas. Like, mad niggas. And automatically, you're looked at as a hoe. You a thot. She hoe. She's a thot. She, she out here, not she don't respect herself, all this other type of shit. And then, but on the flip side, if a guy sleeps with multiple women. It's okay. Yo, that's that's my guy. He knows what he's doing. Oh, you smashed. Oh, you smashed her and <laughs> her. Boys. Oh, you smashed. Oh, you smashed her and her on the same day. Oh, you you the man. You popping. It's just like, or even like what? when it comes to um, if you're if the guy was having sex with somebody that's in a relationship already, she's the only one that's a hoe. When the other person, the the other guy, is in a whole ass relationship too. You know what? I'm so glad you actually. I feel, I feel like actually that should be the topic, Loki, because I. But, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we've experienced some things in life <laughs> that let included. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. But um. But yeah. So I wanted to bring up double standards because it it does grind my gear because you know as a as a female that um not saying me but as a as a female that's in tune with herself. Um, that that does have sexual multiple sexual partners is her business, mm-hmm. you know her being safe. That's you know that's on her. You know those things. I don't think it's fair right. that automatically she's labeled as as a whole. as a whole a thought or she you know she don't respect herself. She don't respect her body. But then you got all these guys out here that do the exact same thing and, and they it's get okay and they get they praised. Get they get like, praised. Like oh you you my guy. Like it's so funny because it pisses. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's wild and i think it's even wilder so like shout outs to two and a half bros um lawrence forever in a day more recently than ever <laughs> he'd be like yo you're my role model and i'd be like what are you like what don't be like, like i appreciate you yeah I, yeah yo i, I want to grow up and be like you. i want to grow up and be like you and i'm just like yo if you only knew half of the shit, I always tell my friends, and Amanda can attest to it, I want better for them. <laughs> I don't want none of them to go through the trials and tribulations that I've gone through, whether it's professionally or personally. I always want, I feel like any good friend will want their friends to have better. So mm-hmm. I, oh, when he says it to me, I'm like, no, you don't want to be like me <laughs> at all. Like, like it's, you don't want to go through what I've been through. No, not a, like when you brought up like just saying now when when a guy sleeps with somebody and they married. I'm like, listen, guilty. You don't want to do that. Like that's not the road. I was like, that's not the road you want to go down because feelings are involved. You know, you you looked at as you know as the female in this situation, and once again, it goes with the double standard. The female in this situation is the one in the wrong, but is she though? Because you have he has a whole family he he takes the time out to come and chill with you like so who's really the bad guy i mean both parties should it should be an equal right. amount of wrong and like you know like anything no one's perfect no one you know you you go through um 
trial and error on a lot of things. And, you know, you find out what you like, what you don't like and all that jazz. But when you're in those type of situations, that's why I'm like, nah, bro, you actually don't. You don't want this. Mm-hmm. Like, I promise you. You don't. And I, but I think he says it more because of the current space that I'm in now. And I'm like, bro. I, and it's funny. I told Mikey the other day. I said, if somebody would have asked me six months ago, Janelle, you're gonna have a whole situation. I'd be like, no, I'm not. <laughs> You's a liar. Like, I would have laughed in their face. Yeah, completely. Knowing how you are, you'd be like, you <laughs> you old <laughs> <laughs> like, nah. But oh no, this is this is Nelly's word. Good night. <laughs> yeah, like good night. <laughs> Nelly has not to have left the child. Like, nah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so six months ago, I'd have been like, nah. So now looking back, I'm like. <laughs> the joke's Damn. really on me. <laughs> the joke's on me now, guys. But um, but in terms of double standard, not only I guess like set on the sexual side of things, but also professionally, like mm-hmm. professionally. And we spoke about you know when we talked about Selena, yes, just now. Even Suzette playing the drums, mm-hmm. like it's a man's thing to do. Like right. it's you know only a guy can do it, and you know it's like no like. Females are pretty talented as well, mm-hmm. but they don't get the recognition or, you know, in a professional world, you know, men get paid more than women in certain, you know, roles and duties and things like that. And it's, and mind you, they, and the female can have more of an education, more of an experience, but then yet not get the right, um, do justice for her. And it's just like, at what point do, do we, do, how do you stand up against that? Like, how do you say, all right, enough is enough? Because, you know, even, you know, when the boys be like, oh, you know, she's a hoe. She sleep with this, that, and the other. But then if you do it, it's like, I'm Like, man. I, um, so uh, those that, like, my close family, meaning, like, you and everybody else mm-hmm. that knows me, um, an uncle of mine's passed away he makes three years on the 22nd of this month. Mm-hmm. So that was like my close uncle. Mm-hmm. And, um, but when he was, when we, he was alive before he ended up getting with the witch that he was with before. But um, he would go to the clubs a lot with my other uncle, which is his brother. And they would hook up with girls. But they would do this a lot. Wait, in the club? Yeah, they'll find a girl, they bring her back home, and then, you know, fuck her, and then. Good night. You know, I've only done that, I feel like, once in my life. Like, when I stand? No, okay. So, after me and my ex, story time with Nelly. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, because the last time I told the story about how I uh, found out my ex was cheating and then I ended Mm -hmm. up smashing and then telling and then asking him, Mikey hits me with the, yo, you're ruthless. (laughs) Like, who the fuck does that? I was like, Oh well, like <laughs> bitch got knees too, but I'ma still ask that ass, like fuck is you doing? Right. But story time with Nelly on Sasson Talk. So, um after I got after me and my ex of like six and a half, seven years, like we split up that summer. I was wild, Nelly. Like, you couldn't tell me shit. Because, you know, I, they say the best thing to get over a situation is just to find another nigga. And it was mm-hmm. just like, uh, okay, I'll try my best. Mm-hmm. So, one night, I had went to, shout out to Turtle Bay. It's not there no more. R.I.P. to Turtle Bay. But I had went, Turtle Bay was like this hot bar spot. Always had happy hour. Always had open bar type of shit. And um, kind of like around the, was it 51st and 2nd? So we go there all the time. Like after I graduated, like so after I graduated college, so like maybe like 2012, 
2013, 2014. So around that time, we was always at fucking Turtle Bay. Turtle Bay, two floors. So the first floor is with a bar. You can sit, you can eat, chill, whatever. The second the second floor is like dance floor, bar, it's chill. It's like, like uh, was it Tonic? T- yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of set up like Tonic. Well, Tonic's more of the, on the rest of because they have, t- well, Tonic's three floors. But yeah, so, same vibes. Okay. Same vibes. So I had went out and I had, I think I had an open bar. I had some, or I think I went for a friend's open bar. And I had went and I ended up bumping into this guy I went to college with. Mm-hmm. And his homeboys were all, they was out, out having a guy night. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, I always like, anyone that knows me, I always vibe better with guys anyway. I didn't, until I got into adulthood is when I started really having close girlfriends. So I automatically vibe with the guys. Like we told, I think there could have been a game on, we're watching the game, we're eating, blah, blah, blah. One of my friends, so the guy I knew from college, his homeboy, me and him kind of like clicked Mm -hmm. or whatever. Nice, sweet, smart guy. Like, like, if like. If it really was, like, a possibility, I definitely would have dated him. But I don't know why we didn't date. But it's just every time it just wasn't the right time. But anyway, so that night, like, we vibed. We was going shot for shot. That's how you know shit going to go down. If, if I'm going shot for shot with somebody, it's a rap. <laughs> so I was going shot for shot. We were going shot for shot. I think I had Jaeger bombs with him. Like, no, we I went remember Jaeger bombs with you. See that? And then you just look what happens. <laughs> <laughs> look what happens. So when it's that type of night, it, yeah, shit going to go left. <laughs> so um, so at the time, <laughs> at the time, I was still living in the Bronx. Okay. I lived um, in Bedford Park area of the Bronx at the time. Um, so I was like, damn, I gotta go back. I gotta go back, you know, to the Bronx. Not knowing that the dude I, you know, I was connecting with, like vibing with, he lived in the Bronx. He lived like almost off of university. So I said, oh, okay, you know what? Do you want to split a cab home or whatever, whatever? And then he was like, well, what if I just go back to your place? And I was just like, okay, <laughs> that works too. Whatever. He said, like, I can go home in the morning. I was like, okay. <laughs> whatever because you know now i'm single nelly so now i gave zero fucks mm-hmm. at that time but nice guy it was definitely more of those like like whenever we linked on and popping yeah. type of thing so it never went like it never went anywhere unfortunately and i actually still don't know why but it was definitely one of those like whenever like he'll like randomly hit me up if he was like in brooklyn like did that happen? Let me not tell on myself, but <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was no time recent. Let me put that on the table because whole niggas crazy. <laughs> but I would trouble. say I think, yeah, <laughs> major trouble. I think though at the beginning of Corona though, he had randomly hit me up. I think maybe around your graduation. Like it could have been around like mm-hmm. like May or something, May, April, May or something like that. He was in Brooklyn. Like whenever he's in Brooklyn, he'll hit me up. Because, I, you know, I still live in Brooklyn. Now I live in Brooklyn. So he was at some friend's, like, party. He was just like, mind you, it's like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Hmm. And they hit me up like, yo, you up? I was like, I'm up now. <laughs> <laughs> yep, good morning. And would come and, you know, or, or he'll come, like, if I was in the city or anything, like, he'll be like, oh, I'll come scoop. Like, he's come and scoop me up. But I say that to say, like, as a female, like, I, I think it's I think it's hypocritical on any guy's part to 
to look or frown upon a female that you know that's either if she her prerogative if she wants to play the playing field that's her prerogative mm-hmm. like it doesn't make her it doesn't make her a bad person or a bad character right. you know it's all about how you carry yourself too because i can like both of i can say both of us at the table i could be a flat out hoe and no one would fucking know mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not to say i am i'm just saying but i could but it's all about how you carry yourself. Like, I'm not sitting here, like, and not going to, like, listen, I'm going to tell some stories on this podcast that y'all probably ain't never heard. <laughs> but that's because I promised Amanda that I would be open to the possibility of telling things. So that that's my gift to her <laughs> is to be open on the podcast. Yes. But it's not something that, you know, like, you got to go out and scream to the fucking top of your lungs. Like, yeah, I done slept with mad, mad Yeah, niggas. and that's what I mean, like, in regards to, like, when my uncles used to do it. I'm like, yo, y'all fucking manholes. And, like, we ain't no manhole. I'm like, yeah, a manhole. Nah, because, like, the way they would refer to the world, yo, yeah, I slept that hole. I'm like, you a manhole. Like, what the fuck? Why are you like, just Yeah, like, you can't, hoe? like, if, you, listen, it take two. Yeah. So, like, if you want to stay here, call me a hoe, huh, my, my guy. So are you. Like, that is on you. So... But I think it's, I think as a, I think as a female, it's unfortunate that it we get so we are so quick to be labeled um, as you know as a whole or things like that because of um, how comfortable we are with ourselves sexually and things like that. I think it's and not I fair. Think even like um, I remember taking my second semester of college. And um, it was my early childhood class, and we were talking because obviously the room was full of females, mm-hmm. and we had two guys <laughs> out of everybody. There was just two guys that were in the, the class for early childhood males mm-hmm. teachers. And my degree is from birth to second grade, so we were talking about how you know the teacher was saying like we need more male teachers, but unfortunately. A lot of parents, especially mothers, do not feel comfortable with their child. If they have a daughter, they don't feel comfortable with their child being in a classroom if their teacher is a male. Or like in a nursery school or something. Because I remember I had my first job as a, in a daycare. Mm-hmm. They would they they were strictly women only. Yeah. Um. Shout out to my homegirl Tiff, who is an avid listener of Sass on Talk. She works. She does um work at um. Like a child daycare um, mm-hmm. as well. And I think she said to me, I think only one, maybe if two, but definitely there was only one guy mm-hmm. that worked in the school. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because you have, it's hard to have that stigmatism because mm-hmm. you have women that are predators too. Yes. And to automatically write men off who sometimes can be can have a different tone and, and a different approach to, to things and to situations where, you know, where as us as women may not in, in terms of school settings. Because mm-hmm. I used to, um, I used to teach, I used to do um, like after school teaching mm-hmm. and I did like a summer program where I was like the lead teacher and things like that. So like, you know, as kids, I, there's on, they're so used to the predominant uh, woman, female role being in the classroom, being able to take, um, you know, take discipline from you know the fe- you know the female role, but I think to automatically for guys to be written off in that sense, I think that's wild. Yeah, because- like even one of the guys, like he gave his story that he was changing a diaper, 
and he needed to be supervised. Yeah. Because, you know, the mom didn't, not that he was doing anything wrong, like he was just changing the child's diaper. Mm-hmm. But for his safety, it was better if they had somebody supervising him in case somebody was to go and say something against him. Mm-hmm. There was somebody that was there supervising what he was doing. So I think it's crazy, like different settings yeah. have, you know, the double standard, you know, predominantly present because, they, especially in the school setting, like, I, uh, growing up, I could think of what my English teacher, high school is different, but like junior high. Or even or elementary. I don't. I had. I don't remember any. I feel like men teachers when, except for the gym teacher, pre K. (laughs) Yeah, because that's what it's more commonly you see. Yeah, like I can think when it comes to the gym. Yeah, like I can think of like in in elementary school. I think yeah, the gym teacher was was a guy. Um, when I got to the music teacher was a guy for my elementary. Okay, maybe too. You know, because everybody in New York City played the flute. Yeah. Um, the recorder, excuse me, the recorder. <laughs> yes, the recorder. And played the recorder. The flute is the one that's flute is, is long, yeah. The flute is the, is the actual instrument. The recorder is like a hood version of the flute. <laughs> um, and then junior high, my science teacher was a guy. My English teacher was a guy. Mine was my swimming teacher. Oh, yeah, swimming? Ooh. Yeah, we had swimming. We had, uh We had a choice of either doing swimming or gym. So I, uh, I would choose swimming in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my swimming teacher was a male. My Spanish teacher was a male. And my English teacher was a male. And then in high school, my social studies, my mm-hmm. global and U.S. history teacher was a guy. Um, the first round of math. We went through so many math teachers. It's ridiculous. The first round of math, the, Mr. Terribio, shout out to him. <laughs> he was a guy. Um, Mr. Hughes, our gym teacher, was a guy. Um, try to think what else. Cause it's crazy. Cause even if you go even in the higher up, so like when I started you, high school, yeah, when it's higher up, you get more male. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I started high school. Um, my high school principal, shout outs to David Banks, um, was a guy, and then mm-hmm. he ended up starting a whole nother school. So then the assistant principal ended up being the principal of the school. Shout outs to Miss um, Porter Ross. Um. And she was she ended up being our um high school principal uh throughout our tenure in high school and then um my old Spanish teacher ended up being the new principal years down the road because my old principal ended up being superintendent of the oh. di- of a district in the Bronx. Nice. So, I mean, it's just it's so hard because we live in this world that, you know, like there are only certain things that guys can do. Yeah, that's what I was just about to, because I was just thinking about it now. When it comes to even occupation, yeah, they just re- like they rely more on like, oh, you see teachers and you think, oh, I mean, sorry, you see females and you, okay, you're a teacher or you're gonna be a nurse. A nurse, yeah. And for male nurses, nurse. it's just like when I see male nurses, like it, I don't know, like not that it excites me, but it makes me proud. But I don't think so. Like as you know, as the older you get, you as a as a woman, you know, you get into different doctors, so you get into mm-hmm. gynos and things. But I don't think I can get a male gynecologist. I I don't think I had. I mean, I don't think I would want another guy looking at my cooch. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I'm okay. Like. I guess I would have to fill him out. Like, I wouldn't write it out, but I, that wouldn't so, be my first go-to. I, like, so my guy now has always been a female. Yeah. And then now, because um, I used to go to Mount Sinai for my guy, my whatever, my GYN. 
And then, um, but now because my PCP, she also does gyno. Oh, so, so nice. It's just easier for it's me easier. Just to yeah, go yeah, yeah. But I remember one time, I, I think I was starting off birth control, but I was on the pill. And I can't I, get jiggy with that. Sorry, I'm no, sorry. I freaking had my period for almost a month. What? And I was just see. Like, that's I why I can't get. That's why. Okay, totally off double standard topic, but still very spicy to talk about. So I can't do the birth control shit. Okay. At all. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. First of all, anybody knows me knows I don't even like taking medicine when I'm sick. So yeah. all, off rip, I'm not with the. I can't swallow pills. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting jiggy with nothing that's gonna alter my natural body state. So the idea of fucking birth control fucking terrifies me because of shit like that, like or getting UDI, like I, or you, all that shit. The you, IUD. Yeah, I can't get with that. Yeah. First of all, no. Second, no. But. I can't just the whole idea of all right. I'm gonna take this pill. It's ninety nine point nine percent chance that I won't get pregnant. But a bitch like me, it would I would be the one fucking percent. Forget. To, I I would forget, mm-hmm. or I would be the one percent where it it, uh, it doesn't work for me. Right. I I feel it in my bones, so I can never do that. But the yeah, whole thing of taking it and then the pills because I used to forget. Oh, see, yeah, no. Yeah, I would forget, and then if um, it was like something I could drink every day, I fuck at with the it. Same fucking time. See, yeah, no. So I would forget because sometimes I would like doze off, and then I the would way my like, the oh, way my shit. schedule is set up, <laughs> the way my mind is set up. <laughs> but um, I'm late to everything. So imagine right. Janelle taking a fucking birth control. I'm late to every fucking thing. I would be late. Like, it shit would be ineffective. Right. So, but just the whole idea of taking it to then where it alters, you know, my period every month where I'm, listen, I'm prepared. I got an app. I already know, like, a week before I get nauseous. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I, I know what time it is. Right. Without that shit. So, me taking, me, the idea of taking it, I would be like, my whole shit would change and, and I would be, I'd be fucked up in the game. I probably, you know what? I probably end up more likely end up pregnant taking birth control because I'm obnoxious <laughs> I, as fuck. Um, so, yeah, so I end up having to go because since I'm anemic, so I was just like, yo, I've been losing too much blood. So, like, I had to go because I was, like, I was getting more cold And then before. being anemic, you don't have as much iron. And yes. Then, and that's the thing when, you have, when you're have when you on your period, you're losing iron yes. because you're losing blood and all that type of shit. So, because I used We're to We're complicated like, bitches. Sh- yeah. I used <laughs> to get, like, the shakes. I would, like, shake every time I was on my period. Like, oh, I, really? I would get weak. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, I went to the ER. And then what? the See, doctor do. that they had was a guy. Oh, was, was he like, cute? He was not. He was old. The old don't mean he not cute. No, but my I, mean, old. I mean, like, but he fine as fuck. He was so. like, he was like grandpa old. Listen, <laughs> but he was grandpa cute. old. Do not listen. That's a double standard. <laughs> don't think that grandpa old ain't cute and no, fine. Yeah, and he ain't got some money. So no, but no, he was not. He <laughs> Like my my anesthesiologist when I had taken out my gallbladder last year, uh-huh. he was like an old Russian guy, but he was kind of cute. He he had a little swag. He he was swaggy. Because <laughs> you know, for me, you gotta make me laugh. Like mm-hmm. I gotta like that's the one thing I love about my my current situation is like yo we'll be on the fucking floor like for no fucking reason like we can look at each other and fucking laugh at each other like it's stupid but I love that shit so the fact that my anesthesiologist old Russian guy made me laugh as he was about to put me under and I couldn't remember shit make me laugh I was like oh you little swaggy little old man you <laughs> okay 
Like, you do this on a regular. Because yeah. he was just like, what's a beautiful girl like you doing on this table? I said, well, I got a gallbladder that could explode at any moment. So right. <laughs> this is why I'm here. Right. You know, so I don't know. But, yeah, even like, uh, but now like you, because even when I was at Mount Sinai, I think there might have been like one doctor out of the many doctors that were there that was a male for the GYN. See, now, dentist, though, because I love the dentist. dentist. Let me tell you. Listen. we were just talking about hotness and once upon a time when I was at seven, 17 years old and I went to NYU, girl, let me tell you. Who? <laughs> Story time with Amanda. So there was, so I was going to NYU for um, those that know me or don't know me. Um, so I've always had, after I lost my baby teeth, my teeth turned yellow. And it was due, like they was trying to figure it out, but they ended up finding out that it was actually because I was taking so much antibiotics as a kid because I was always getting ear infections, which still triggers it's me to this day. Mm-hmm. So, so much of the antibiotics is what messed up my teeth. Mm, okay. So, I was trying everything in my power to find a way to get my teeth white. So, my mom took me to NYU and I met my doctor and his name was Dr. Alex. So, you know, he was like, just follow me, whatever. So, I'm following and then... I, like, see him stop at the corner. Like, well, I thought he stopped at the corner. He was like, you know, just keep going straight. I was just like, okay. But I was like, that was so weird. I swear that he was going straight. So I sit in the doctor's chair. Mm-hmm. They're twins. Oh, shit. They played the okie doke on you. Yes, but they were, like, so hot. And I was just like, I was 17. They might have been, like, 20-something. The only way you knew the difference, one had blue eyes, the other one had green eyes. Whoa. But they were fucking hot. And I was just Damn. like, I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. There's two of them. Like, oh my god! And then you know, See, I'm not automatic. When I ass blush. Like, I you you can tell my right away. Ass, I'd be like, all right, which one I'm gonna bag today? <laughs> like, that's the one thing I find so funny because people are always like, yo, Janelle, you're so bold, and I'm just like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm obnoxious as fuck. Like. Mm-hmm. So it, to me, it doesn't, to, I guess to the outside of world, it, it's like, oh, you're so bold. Like you would talk to someone because I just I be feel like, like. I'm like that. What? Like, like I'm bold because. Real good. I you mean, should like, be. I, as shy as I can be sometimes, like if you, act, well, Dre's going to tell you something different. But when Dre and I started reconnecting, I slid in his DMs. He says that he slid in mine. Okay, I so remember me sliding Mikey will tell. Mikey will tell. I, I think we, he said it like when we did our when we did our episode. Make sure to ch- check out Game Night with Mike and Nelly. Um, I actually inboxed him, but it was because. It's crazy because I feel like now looking back, I'm like, yo, if I didn't inbox this nigga, I wouldn't be like nothing would be yeah. what it is today. So it all it all came off of a Facebook comment he had did. He did an eye emoji. Come on, mm. you can't eye emoji me and not think I'm an ass, <laughs> not, not ass. Well, yeah, Fuck is you I looking think I remember at? you telling me that. Yeah, so I saw I, the eye emoji and you was like, what you looking at? Yes. So I took it. So I said that on the on the post, but then I also inboxed him and I said, "Well, what are you looking at?" Mm-hmm. And then murder she wrote. So for him, he's <laughs> like, "You bagged me," and I'm like, "No, I don't see it that way." Yeah, because see, when I because I was going through Snapchat and you guys were at Nola for mm-hmm. Mania, and I saw like he had posted like with his belt and stuff, like that. so I was like, "Oh, you at WrestleMania?" And he was like, yeah. So I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like, we were chopping it up, whatever. And that was that, like, for that day. Because it was, like, ready lights and whatever. So then the next day, I posted something from what he says. 
And then he commented on it. So we had a whole conversation, whatever. And in my mind, I was already setting up my game plan. Because, you know, I was freshly divorced. I wonder if that's, like, a female thing to do. Like, do we already go into it with a game? We're going to, and you know what? That actually is going to be a great segue into our next episode when we talk about the topic of that episode. But I always wonder, like, do we have the game plan already set up? Because, like, when I, like, when me and Mikey started talking, it was just like, I didn't really have a game plan, but I did. Mm Mm-hmm. But I never expected it to be this. Like it, like it went. Like Nor I look back, I. I'm like, hmm, Nor that's did I, a joke. My game plan was basically like my mentality because, I, like I said, I was freshly just separated with my ex, mm-hmm. and so I was like, if he goes and he says, "How's the husband?" I'm literally gonna say, "What husband?" And surely enough, that's exactly what he said. "How's the husband?" I, mean, that's I what said, real do. "What husband?" And he was like, "Oh." He's, he sent me his number. He said, you can't leave me hanging like this. So after that, we just started talking. And then he came back from NOLA and we went on our You game. know what's crazy, though? So that's kind of actually how me and Arizona started talking. No. Because when I met him. <laughs> They're going to start saying, wait, does she name everybody with I do. So anyway, okay. I'm going to put this blanket <laughs> blanket statement on the table as you get into more and more episodes of Sass on Talk. Anytime. She's going to say naming states. If I, if I, if I name us, because I'm not going, outside of my Mike. current situation um, with my boyfriend, Mikey, outside of that, because wow, I'll say his name. She said her boyfriend. I did. <laughs> Sue me now. <laughs> <laughs> the mystique the mystique is gone now this nigga done took everything away from me now <laughs> after we did that episode i was like all right i can't i can't deny can't deny this nigga no more because <laughs> it's so funny because he i guess his he told me his sister listened to it and she was like oh y'all so cute like anybody that's listened to it it's like y'all so cute and i'm just yeah. like i don't want to be cute like I, I don't want none of that shit what happened to me the fuck right like who is this person who are you janelle <laughs> but anyone that knows me previously um anytime i used to talk to someone like if i tell my girlfriends or anything i i typically name them like where they're from so it's a not you know disclose their names and things like that because i respect people's privacy and things like that so but anyone that knows me knows if i name a state or a city or something like that i'm talking about someone i used to talk to and where they live that's what's one spot in time so once upon a time so not too long ago though but <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm like who double stated i, I kind of got into something before any sign <laughs> that's what niggas do when i did it oops sorry <laughs> but um that's how me in arizona started talking because a year when i met him the year before during wrestlemania here in new york he was married mm-hmm. so i didn't and at the time i was talking to his homeboy so um, yeah. <laughs> so I, I really move like a nigga. Like it's just that's why like I wanted to talk about double standard because I never want somebody to be like, oh my god, like she's just all over the place. It's just like no, like a I respect myself, I respect my body, I respect who I am as a female, but I move how I move, okay. and I should never be criticized for that. Um, I treat everyone with the same respect that they give me, and that's that. So that's why I'm like when people, when guys be like, oh my gosh, she's a hoe. Like no, actually, no. just like you like pussy, mm-hmm. I, I like dick, and that's that's that and i like entertaining guys just like you like entertaining females and, mm-hmm. and it'll be what it is but anyway so yeah at the time i was talking to this homeboy so uh, but anyway so i didn't think nothing of it like i was just like okay and you know i've been a ring around the rosy with, with a whole person that's been married so i was just like all right I, he, he's not even my peripheral like i'm not even looking his way but he's super cool super nice super talented and that's the one thing i will always say about him is he's talented as fuck so fast forward 
coronavirus season. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Mr. Black, shout out to Mr. Black. We were on live on Java Tears Podcast um, Instagram. And he wanted to like, I think he was doing like a, a series of like interviews. So he wanted to talk to me of all people. Great. <laughs> so, but Arizona had popped on the live. And at that time. Oh, sorry, I was sidetracked. Okay, Arizona. Yeah. Let's so at the time. No, no, no. No, no, no. Huh, we'll, we'll get to there. He still feels entitled about a lot of shit, which I don't understand. Another double standard situation. But anyway, so Arizona had had um, popped on the live. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. But at that moment, that's when Yarley's ass asked me, like, well, what kind of guys do you like to date? And I was just like, why would you ask me that on live? Like, what the fuck? Like, he was like, well, I'm here to ask you hard-hitting questions that the fans want to know. I was like, I don't, no one wants to know that. This is Jeff for Jabba's ears or for his show? It was on our live, but it was like the Mr. Black. It, it was his show. Okay. Um, he was like, you know, I just got to hit you with the hard hitting questions, and I was like, no, you don't. Um, but I had told him, you know, what kind of guys I was, you know, that I'm into, blah blah blah. And then it was something that Arizona had said on the live, where he had he had gave off that he wasn't married anymore, and I was like, wait, whoa what so of course curiosity kills the cat always Mm -hmm. so i ended up inboxing this nigga like so what happened but it wasn't even on some like so i want to talk to you now it was just like i'm nosy as fuck details please i'm gonna need the tea Mm -hmm. so me curiosity being curious as fuck that's how that situation blossomed into that so it was so that's why when you said dre i was like oh that happened to me too. Yeah, I got curious and asked, asked what happened. Yeah, because I mean, like uh, Dre and I obviously have history from high school, mm-hmm. and you know, but when you know when you're in high school, it's just it's not the same. It's That's not like even like when I look at like when I was with my ex, when we went to college together, we knew each other our senior year of high school. Like we went to different high schools, but I knew him from two thousand and like six, two thousand seven, and. Looking now, you know, he's in his home. He has he has a girlfriend. He's in his own situation. He lives in co-op. Like, he has his own life. But looking now, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. we, like we're totally two different people. Right. So that's why, like, it's super important no matter what type of situation you're in. Like, if you're going to grow with the person, that's one thing. But both individuals have to grow. And then both individuals are going to have to respect and understand each other's own growth um, in order for it to work. So that's like that's that's my little advice, Janelle's corner of advice. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you know who you're dealing with before you deal with them. All of the above, right? But that's the so. What time is it? Fifty six. Okay, so we're gonna come to the end of this episode. So I got one more Nelly story with the double standard because it's just it's it's outrageous as fuck. Okay. So Chicago. I had uh, when we had recently went to Tampa, mm-hmm. right? I said, I said, oh, I'm going out of town. I'm going to Tampa for like 24 hours. I'll be back. Cool. He was like, all right, because I had spoke to him because I'm still very close with um, his mom. Mm-hmm. Like I adore her. Like if she ever needs anything, she can call my phone. She can hit me up. Whatever. I don't care. Um, that's just off rip because for me, first of all, that nigga threw me into the fire pit meeting his mom or the first time I met him, I met his mom. So it was like, Oh, um, sir, <laughs> like, don't do that. Right. Um, but parentals love me. So what did you expect? <laughs> but, 
Uh, still have a really good relationship with his mom. Still um, one of his close friends. Well, they used to be really close. But one of his close friends, I'm still very cool with her. And it was her birthday. And originally, they want I was going to try to go out there and come back. Like, it just would have been a lot, though. So I said, girl, I'm not going to surprise you. It is what it is. Happy birthday. I love you. So we were all on FaceTime, chit-chatting, blase, blase, blase. And that's when I was like, oh, I'm going to Tampa for a day. I'll be back in New York the next day. So the morning we flew out, he called me um to just make sure i was safe you know, which i appreciate because you know people don't have to do any of this stuff so that off rip i'm like you know what i appreciate it i take it for what it is but you live with a whole other bitch now you got a whole situ- household mm-hmm. fuck is you worried about little old me so he was like oh hit me up when you get back to new york so i know you safe i say i say cool did i do that no because i don't I'm not obligated to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that, that I'm not really of, of most concern to you. So then fast forward to the other day, yesterday, he calls me upset. Like, how you gonna hit me up? Let me know you saved. Like you back in New York, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, is this a joke? Like, are you serious right now? Like, are you really mad? Like, he's like, I feel away. And I'm like, the only way that I would feel absolutely comfortable telling you any type of thing about anything that goes on with me is if your situation at home knows that you still talk to me, which she doesn't. Mm-hmm. So hopefully she never hears this episode of Sasson Talk. But <laughs> Or have somebody say, oh, you should listen. Yeah. Here, here's yeah. sis. Here's a link. Episode five. <laughs> but, but that's my thing. It's like you can't. It all goes full circle with the double standard. Like you can't sit there and want to act like you care one minute but then you you're not being honest with your situation like that's the one thing that i can appreciate about with me and mines is that i'm completely honest like even when we first started talking and and i still was still talking to somebody else like he knew like Mm -hmm. so i say that with the double standard because you can't sit there and act like you care one minute but then you really don't show the type of level of respect for both parties um, involved because I, I'm pretty confident she would not appreciate you still talking to me mm-hmm. because of how she probably knows how you feel about me still. So it just is like, it amazes me when people feel like you owe them something. And I feel like that's definitely a double standard thing is like when people feel like, oh, I, like you, you owe them an explanation or you owe them this. Yeah. So I, I know somebody that's like that. And, um, like, when me and Dre were together, like, he was legit trying to tell me, like, how he would be waiting for me. He's not waiting for shit. And I was just like, waiting for what? Like, don't, I'm that type of girl, like, I'm going to tell you straight up, like, don't, don't do that. Like, why would you want to wait for me? Like, don't do that. Like, you're kind of waiting for, like, the structing to happen. And so. You're waiting for me to be my utmost lowest. Right. For what? And then, but I, I'm also just like, don't stop your blessing because you're trying to, like, now you want me because I'm taken? Like, I I hated that. Ooh. When I was single. Listen. Like, it was empty fields. We going to end this episode on that note because that shit is real. Like, when you out here single and ready to mingle, ain't nobody looking at you. Like, nobody. Like, and we, that's, it's going to be a good segue into the next episode. So, yeah, so when you single and ready to mingle, ain't nobody looking at you. You are, like, it is what it is. Right. But the moment you get with a whole individual. Or you post a picture with somebody Oh, else. so you, oh, that was the most written DM message. Oh, you got a boo now? 
Really? That's what you not hello, not how, how are you? Doing? you? Oh, like congratulations or something like, like I've, I've Oh, had you that. got a boo now? What did it matter to you? Because two weeks ago when I didn't have a boo, you, what was you doing? Nothing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're gonna end that episode with that. Um, make sure that once again you um follow at Sess on Talk on Instagram and make sure to tell a friend and tell a friend about our first now five episodes. We're halfway there to the tenth episode. How do you feel? I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm excited too. I'm yay as. <laughs> you know what? I can't deal with you sometimes. <laughs> but um once again, please make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to the first five episodes of Sesson Talk. Um, this episode concluded and talk about double standards. Um, whether it was in a personal or the professional field, I think both viewpoints are important to just kind of like bring up so that you kind of check yourself you kind of just make sure that all right like maybe i shouldn't like you can't frown upon something that you that you do like i'm not i'm never gonna be about that so i think it gives you know both women and and men an an opportunity to kind of just check themselves so that's why i kind of wanted to bring this topic to the forefront because it's Mm -hmm. something that happens on a day-to-day basis and it's you know it goes even back to the video vixen days like well all the girls was out here, out here tip drilling, but then when you got the menses out here naked and all this other stuff, they ain't, ain't nobody saying nothing. But females getting getting credit cards slit through their ass, they like, oh my god, come on, can't can't live in a world of of that. Jeez. But anyway, good times though, right? <laughs> but anyway, I'm Janelle. Um. I was going to say, because we always forget to say it, and I feel bad because they always shout in us out, but shout out to the rest of our podcasts, um, the Jabba Tears podcast and your sports show. Oh, everyone on there, the Jabba Tears podcast network is doing big things. So as always, our head of head of the Jabba Tears podcast going into almost three years. Oh my Mm -hmm. God, like this shit is wild. Um, And then you have your sports that's up and coming that's syndicated, by the way. So if you you can hear it on the radio, so shout outs to them. Yes. Um, super proud of them. Um, two and a half bros up and coming. They got a lot of spicy episodes coming up. <laughs> so they're they're a bunch of fun. We're definitely gonna do a crossover episode in 2021, and that'll be fun. Um, the Mr. Black show is coming back in 2021. Um, my limited series of game night. We're gonna listen. So our so we were talking. And we want to invite, we don't want to make it like a couple thing, but we do want to invite other people on. So we have two sets of people that, you know, we're thinking about inviting and playing a game and also having a conversation with. So stay tuned for that. Um, so Game Night with Mike and Nelly, which is collaborating on Welcome to the Raw Zone and Ivy Productions, along with the Jabba Taste Podcast Network. Um, so you can listen to that episode, episode one, um, Uno, where I bust his ass. He ain't going to tell you, but I bust that <laughs> ass in Uno. So uh, make sure to listen to that. Um, and then also, once again, all not only this episode, but the first four episodes of Sasson Talk available on all streaming platforms. So make sure to support those that support you. Um, we look forward to you guys coming back and hearing episode six, which is going to be good. I'm excited to record this episode. So let's get off this. Um, so anyways, I'm Janelle. And I'm Amanda. And we are out. Bye.